How are people like us, who don't have time to burn and are willing to grow a business from our own money, choosing to follow a new vision, building relationships, knowing our business cycles, and using intentional strategy for momentum, still remaining in love with the personal process of growing a business of impact? That's a magic question, and this podcast will discuss answers. Hello, welcome to First World Boy. This is Will. Just uh, having a think today, the other day I was purchasing an item and I didn't really need it, but I was sort of prioritising what to do and I had this really strong desire to make it a priority in that moment. And it reminded me of something I learnt. You hear it, but it's something to be well reminded of, is um, that purchases are made because of emotion. Purchases are made because of emotion, and then we justify them with logic after we've paid. So there's sort of two different things. I suppose it's internally you're motivated by your emotions to purchase it, and then when you're finished, it's sort of externally. So giving yourself reasons, well, it's um, to either yourself or to your partner. Uh, or to business people, that your partners. And it's interesting to know uh, this statement, especially uh, if you're serving your customers. So I'd say that would be uh, using the emotions to make them act because we've all got the same issues at times about prioritising cash flow to, do, to go to that next level in our lives, in our businesses. And if you get the sale right, if you trigger those emotions, then that person will act and reprioritize their money. So that well, they will prioritize their money and put you first instead of maybe third down the list. And then your job is to manage the after sale to make sure that they're supplied with information that is logical. So uh, they may buy it because you're helping them with, um, you've convinced them that they're good enough to gain benefit from what you're selling. Um, You may convince them uh, that they can do what they want to do in life. They just need what you're selling them to go to the next level. Or you may have removed excuses uh, that they're able to They have the information so that if anyone says, hey, look, you've prioritised this purchase over that purchase in the business, well, they have enough information to say, well, that's far more important. And with the internet nowadays, you can get um, anything from free to paid in the same product, but it may be something as simple as customer service that allows you to charge more. So some companies will have an expensive version of their product and a free, um, or even a three-tier system. So they have free, they'll have a full price, and then they'll have a reduced price. That reduced price will be the same, but your priorities like immediate customer service and answering and solving problems immediately won't be done. They might be 24 to 48 hours. So they're giving this level, they're giving the same product, same service but the differences are in 
how they prioritise the way they serve you. So, and that also comes down to selling because a lot of problems in this world, we all want them done immediately. We get used to this sort of immediate. So if you want it immediately, which can be done, you'll, char- you'll pay a lot of money. But then what happens is you get addicted to that and sometimes in business, everyone's going to hold you up. And so you've got to be able to know all the different areas that I've found so that, say for myself, recently I have a product, it has everything that I could ever dream of. But then if I analyse it and it's, you know, X amount of dollars a month or, you know, or 20 to 40% off if you buy the whole year. But if you look at it from a results perspective, what are you using of that product that will provide results? And if you're able to be that honest, then you can sort of pick apart the offer and go less. And it's not always about being cheap. It's actually saying, well, what's the use of having all the extra noise? So if you have an account with offers you 20 things, you only need them five. And if you choose those five, the product is 30% cheaper, 50% cheaper, 60% cheaper. And at the same time, you're not being distracted. Because sometimes you can be offered everything, but do you really have the time? Does it aid your focus? So that's sort of what I'll have to look at for myself is um, with great selling, there's some products I would just do what, whatever I could. I'd prioritise over some important uh, personal decisions and, and make that business side more important. But at the same time, you've got to be honest and say, all right, what are the results I'm getting? Uh, if I've got the best, am I getting the best results? And if I've got the best systems for my business, am I really using them all? Um, or, or am I just being distracted by them all? So if you can ask those questions, you can start to look at how you manage. Um, I, for myself personally, how I manage the capital. Um, and sometimes you can get quite an advanced systems in your business for less if you understand how they work and how they add value to your client. Because we can all have uh, all the bells and whistles, but you really want to be following through a sequence uh, that your client needs. So first process could be a product, next the service. Uh, you could be moving from physical to digital, or you could be moving um, using systems for online or offline. So you're really just uh, working out what can do, do the work. It doesn't have to be the most expensive but what's going to serve the promise that you've made to your client with the shared problem that you're solving. Remember, we're trying to attract the attention of the client. We're going to try to activate that desire and serve them through uh, giving them information for the post-purchase for being logic, logical and using the systems to enable you to have a place where people can access you at any time, uh, whether it's um, to attract the attention to buy or whether it's to serve uh, the customer uh, later on, customer service, to sort of uh, obsess about solving the problem and maintaining a long-term relationship with your client. So for me, it's really looking at what systems can get the job done but secondly, you've still got to listen to your client and whatever path they're going down, you want to make sure that you're also leading by example in your business and that you're not being wasteful. 
I remember years ago I worked in property and the perfect example that reminds me is that if you were selling property, you would uh, promote on paper uh, colour photos and uh, colour brochures and online colour high definition. But if you were uh, speaking to the client about rental properties, it would all be done in black and white, uh, black ink on white paper and the website information area would be quite uh, simple. And the, one of the reasons you're looking for that is that uh, when you're selling a product, you have to give the uh, uh, its image. It's image related, so you have to be no expense spared. It must be at that level. Um, and the difference is, is that it, when a market's hot, um, unless the land is at high value, really what you're looking at is, does the property uh, present an image that um, attracts the buyer? Because you can have two properties similar, one by each other, but one has done the work to attract the high price. The other one is just trying to gain uh, a capital uh, increase because of the name at a higher price, but people are more savvy now. So you would, you, you're maintaining a high image for the sale to maximise your return. And then in regard to rental properties, you're manage, managing expenses and you're leading by example to say to your client, uh, information supplied to you will be in black and white. And it's whether, whether it is cheaper or more expensive, from, it doesn't matter. It's more about um, perceived, um, uh, perceived service levels and that you actually care about uh, the client's money. And it's really uh, can be done in the same if you're doing your own business, is that people have perceptions around um, what you're providing and it doesn't have to be the, all the bells and whistles, um, but you want to know what your customer wants in regard to a level of service and, and then uh, obsess about uh, fulfilling the promise that you've made to the client. And I want to touch on one other example. So... I used to like presenting the ideas and concepts on a whiteboard using uh, video, uh, but so you have issues sometimes with lighting uh, or glare or even people um, taking in the information and they'll have a, a perception of value because the market may have changed the way they deliver the same value. You might have a better service, you may have a better um, outcomes for the client, but it's also perception again. So um, there's online software that enables me to use um, a improved face-to-face -face contact if I can't be with the client and also um, whiteboards on the screen, screen capture software, things that improve the experience for the client as they're watching it because then, then that just comes back to me saying, okay, my product's at the level they want, I'm delivering what they want, now I'm improving the delivery of it that's in front of them and so really what it falls back to is uh, I set the tone or I set the energy for the experience and so that's a benefit where you can uh, gain systems but at the same time even getting a piece of software from like that can be anywhere from 100 US to 1500 US dollars so just being aware of um, which parts actually work and and actually <laughs> I've actually found that some of those more expensive ones were built a long time ago. So now they have, they're selling on their reputation and if you pull them apart, you'll find the way they integrate doesn't make any sense anymore. So sometimes the newer stuff, they start from the bottom. They don't have so many issues about um, uh, that they've carried through the life of that product. So you, you've just got to be aware that sometimes the more expensive 
will have um, outdated integration processes. So once again, it's a full-time journey just uh, maintaining the service for the client, but it's also um, something that you can lead by example. Remember, uh, another service that you can add down the line is as you serve your client and they want to learn more in regard to the online uh, benefits, you can then look at even affiliate income and say, okay, I use, I've tried these 20 products, these 10 work, give them a review and they can use your links and you can earn an affiliate income. So there is a benefit to recording your journey or being aware of your journey moving from beginner to expert. And I think it'd be great for myself to save someone else at least a year worth of noise that you have to go through even in time or direct expenditure, uh, finding the best tools that suit your journey. So actually that's reminded me, maybe I should add to my YouTube channel some of those ideas that I've learned from why I prefer a product to another. Because if I can help anyone like me even for one single choice, that'd be great. Hope you're having a great day. Thanks for listening to First World Boy. Thank you.